This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of the Contractor's Corner podcast from Solar Power World. Hello everyone, I'm Billy Lute, Senior Editor of Solar Power World magazine. Microinverters are a common component in residential solar projects that are built to handle the wattage of smaller scale PV arrays. But like solar modules, microinverters are increasing in capacity and can handle larger electrical loads. For example, inverter manufacturer AP Systems' new QT2 microinverter can invert energy from four solar panels at a time, unlike previous models that were installed on single modules. Jason Higginson, head of marketing for AP Systems USA, is here to discuss this new breakthrough and the subsequent trend of microinverters entering the commercial and industrial solar market. So Jason, thanks for being here. Sure. Thanks for having me. Now, I have been hearing a lot about microinverters and specifically three-phase microinverters that have been increasingly used in commercial and industrial applications. Why are we seeing this trend of microinverters shifting into CNI with what has traditionally been primarily a residential solar product? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, we see the shift happening because many of the hangups with microinverters in CNI applications, uh, especially three-phase applications, uh, no longer exist. So even even though our our new line of three-phase microinverters, the QT2, is ideal for CNI projects, there are a lot of myths or preconceptions that still exist around using microinverters outside of residential solar. And what can you tell me about the new QT2 microinverter? Well, the QT2 is a native three-phase microinverter that serves four PV modules simultaneously. It can be paired with four PV modules up to 550 watts to 575 watts is probably the sweet spot, uh, but it can accommodate even higher wattage modules without negatively impacting the inverter. So it comes in 208 and 480 volt models. It can be used for Y, Delta, and even 240 Delta high leg configurations. So really any new existing commercial and industrial buildings can use this microinverter. It pairs with 60, 72, 96 cell, and even split cell or half cut cell and bifacial PV modules. Uh, it has a DC input of 20 amps, which is the highest among mic microinverters. Uh, it has an embedded 2.4 gigahertz Zigbee wireless antenna for high-speed data communications. Uh, that's really helpful in today's uh, data-hungry markets. So you mentioned myths that exist around the use of microinverters in the CNI solar space. What sort of myths exist? Well, microinverters go back a ways in this industry, right? And uh, traditionally, they have had a lot of success in residential solar. But unfortunately, when you do something well, long enough, uh, can sometimes be perceived. That's all you do. Uh, it would kind of be like me telling people they can use their barbecue to cook a pizza, <laughs> which I've done, by the way, but uh, it actually wasn't too bad. Uh, we specifically designed the QT2 for CNI applications, and we were immediately met with resistance in the industry. Uh, without looking at specs or pricing, uh, customers would say, microinverters are too expensive. They're not powerful enough. Oh, I don't have shading, so I don't need those. Or it's too labor intensive to install. Uh, none of these are true with the QT2. So there exists in the industry this paradigm of how things have historically been with microinverters. And, and yeah, many of the current microinverter models available today from other manufacturers are indeed that way. But the QT2 has really come to change up the game. 
Now, I want to dig in a little here and find out more about exactly how the QT2 impacts things like inverter cost, which is a big deal, but also power and reliability. Um, how are microinverters suddenly more competitive in CNI? So historically, microinverters, when compared with uh, a popular CNI for inverter, the string inverter, uh, microinverters were twice the price, uh, sometimes more. Uh, microinverters have significantly come down in cost over the years, AP systems microinverters in particular. When you look at the cost per watt of output, it's a dramatic change in pricing over the years, uh, especially considering uh, we've designed it to serve four PV modules, and it does not cost the same as four individual microinverters. So, so now compare that to string inverters, which now must have a rapid shutdown system for rooftop applications, which is required by NEC code. Uh, but it now adds an additional 50 to 70% of the inverter cost to the system pricing. And you see microinverters become much more cost competitive. Uh, we've seen comparative costs within one to 3% of string plus rapid shutdown system pricing on systems up to and over one megawatt in size. That is just unheard of for microinverters. And then add to that the benefit of not having to install a separate rapid shutdown system. And then the labor savings you have there because microinverters are inherently compliant with rapid shutdown since they remain under that 80 volt threshold. So that's a critical piece of answering that, uh, that cost uh, uh, to the, the piece of the puzzle. You also mentioned power, and I want to talk about that because we've gone through a significant effort with these inverters to increase the output power to harness the power of today's high-capacity PV modules. As I mentioned, the sweet spot for these microinverters is around 550 watts for the 208 volt and 575 watts for the 480. And again, that's four of them simultaneously. Uh, but you can have plus or minus 30 watts on, on either side of that, and it's still a good pairing. Um, and again, it's handling, uh, it can handle higher wattage PV modules than even that. You would just simply have increased clipping. In terms of reliability, with traditional microinverters, you would have one microinverter for each PV module. So let's say, for example, you had a 100 panel system with 100 microinverters. That means 100 potential points of failure on the roof. With a string inverter plus optimizer, you have one optimizer for each panel plus one to four string inverter components to install. So you have 101 to 104 potential points of failure. And the same with the string plus rapid shutdown. But with the QT2, for 100 panels, it's 25 microinverters. So in terms of reliability, it's 75% fewer potential points of failure. Not only that, but think about that in terms of how many fewer times you're turning a wrench as, as an installer or less equipment to stock. So reliability is actually increased with multi-module microinverters like the QT2. Uh, but labor is also reduced for the those that are installing the product. And then another benefit of a three-phase microinverter is you don't have to manually balance the phases like you would with uh, a single-phase microinverter. It comes plug-and-play three-phase right out of the box. So thank you for going into so much detail about that, Jason. Is there anything else we should know about the QT2? 
Yes, I also want to say that uh, another one of those big myths is shading. And uh, just, you know, tell everybody that's that's listening that shading can come in many forms. So we see uh, quite often dust, dirt, bird droppings, snow, in addition to uh, clouds and rain that happens all the time. Microinverters perform better under all these conditions compared with uh, standalone string inverters. And uh, for more information on our QT2 microinverter, um, you can visit usa.apsystems.com forward slash QT2. I'm Billy Luke with Solar Power World. <laughs>